Hey guys, it's episode 72 of the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and today we're just going to be talking about why you don't want to do the thing and what to do to get yourself to do the thing. I'm going to be talking to you about some of the signs and symptoms that come up, some things to consider when we feel completely demotivated, annoyed, frustrated, and like we just want to sit down on the ground and eat a bunch of Skittles and not move for the rest of the day. I mean, I'm raising my hand. I've had a lot of those days. In fact, this podcast episode is brought to you by a conversation I recently had with one of my best friends. We were having a super off day, both of us, and we were just like, I don't wanna do anything. I don't know why. And so in today's episode, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna get you picked up off the ground. We're gonna motivate you to feel a little bit better. And I'm gonna be providing five powerful questions that you can ask yourself when you just don't want to do the thing, along with some challenge action steps so that you can actually take action and get going with your day and the next project that's on your to-do list. Welcome to the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this is the place to be to live a more mindful and productive life. If you're ready to turn daily chaos into calm and start your days with intention, then get ready to join me as we dive deep into mindful living and personal productivity. It's time to connect with your true self so you can live the life you want to live. And it all starts now. So I hear that there's a thing that you don't want to do. Maybe you've been putting it off for a while, and maybe it's something that you absolutely have to do either today or this week. Let me guess, you've probably been sitting around feeling bad, maybe feeling frustrated that you have to do this thing. Why does nobody else have to do this thing? Why are you the only one that seems to be able to do this thing? Ugh, why can't I delegate this thing? Why won't this thing go away? And no matter what it is, whether it's a big project or that thing you've been putting off for months, or maybe it's even just getting your tush to the gym or making yourself a nice, healthy meal. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about some questions you can ask yourself to get yourself to do the thing and some reasons that you might be not wanting to do the thing. Let's get real. Self-awareness can be a bitch, but it can also get us to actually take action. So let's go ahead and jump into the podcast and talk about why maybe you're feeling this way. And let's see if I can change your day around. Here's the thing about motivation. It's super fleeting and it's a horrible thing to judge or base your actions on. A lot of times we think, well, I just need to be more motivated or I just need to feel a certain way before I get started. The truth is, is that motivation is just as fleeting as any emotion you'll experience. Happiness, anger, sadness, they all come and go in waves and motivation is the same. There are absolutely things you can do to make these emotions come up more frequently You know, we're not necessarily searching for anger, but there's definitely ways, I mean, ask your spouse, your kids, your friends, your that coworker. There's definitely things that people can do to push your buttons and get you to be more angry more often of the time, right? And just like that, there's things that you can do to help motivate yourself. Playlists, music, self-talk, meditation, listening to cool pump-up stuff, watching YouTube videos. I mean, there's no surprise that the motivation industry and the motivational speaking industry is huge. People love to get motivated. The problem is not whether or not you're motivated. It's whether or not you are going to get yourself 
to take action. With that being said, motivation will play a role in whether or not you take action, right? Even if your motivation literally is, I have no motivation, but I'm going to choose to do the thing anyway. It's momentum building. It's deciding to take action. And there are some things that tend to happen when we get to this point where we just want to throw a mad fit like a kid and not do anything. And, you know, hey, sometimes it's totally fine to have those days where you throw in the towel and you go, you know what? Nope, nope. Today it's closed. I am closed. Nothing is happening. I'm not doing anything. We need those days. And if you can plan them out ahead of time, even better. But one thing to notice is that sometimes this feeling, this I don't want to do anything, I want to throw a mad fit about it, is a sign of a couple other things that might be going on. So let's talk about them. Okay, there's three components here. The first one is that you very, very well may be on the verge of a burnout. Let me like ask you this, you know, when was the last time that you did something fun? Think about the last time that you actually felt like you had a relaxing day or that your life felt balanced. What often happens is that we pull ourselves into different areas of our lives, right? Like we pull ourselves into, um, like if we have a bunch of mental stuff we're doing, like all our energy is going there and then we're totally forgetting about nourishing our body or sleeping or getting movement. And what we do is we burn out ourselves, we compartmentalize things, and sometimes we can have burnouts in different areas of our lives, in different areas of our holistic well-being. So while there is burnout that like just completely takes over everything and you'll feel it physically, mentally with your health and everything, I also think that we also have these kind of mini burnouts that can be mental, that can be physical, that can be emotional. And so it's getting really clear on the fact that you might be feeling like you don't want to do anything or you don't want to do this thing because you're on the verge of some kind of compartmentalized burnout. Super important to realize. Another thing to realize is, hey, maybe you're feeling this way because some of your other baseline needs just aren't being met. Are you sleep deprived? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you really? Are you putting your phone away before bed? Are you putting it away two hours before bed? What are you doing before you're going to sleep, right? Get real with yourself. What are the things that you need to do to get more sleep? If you're in a period of your life where sleep just isn't an option because you've got a baby or a puppy or something like that, then that's a whole other story. But most of the time, for a lot of us, there's something that we can do to get more sleep and make it a priority, One of the first things to go when we're sleep deprived is our mood, is our ability to be like decent people. When my bulldog Bella was a puppy and we went weeks without really getting much sleep at all, I was like the worst version of myself ever. And that first time I got that full night's sleep, I was amazed at how I came back to being a pretty decent human being. The other thing to consider is maybe you're just really dehydrated. Seriously, these are the things that we just take for granted. We need these reminders all the time. Are you drinking enough water? Are you drinking half of your body weight in ounces of water every day? If not, start. If not, drink more. Start tracking how much you're drinking. Get a reusable water bottle and start really making a priority to drink that stuff. When you get up, between meetings, between carpooling, whatever it is, make sure that you're getting your water. It's huge. One of your needs hasn't been met lately or is running on low. This could be one of the reasons why you're, why, why you're feeling this way. And if you don't like feeling like you don't have any motivation whatsoever and you feel like you're on the verge of throwing a fit, then maybe it's worth considering, right, some tough love here, getting clear on the things that you need to do to take better care of yourself. 
The third component, the third reason that you may be having one of these moments or these days is because you're just overwhelmed. And when we're overwhelmed, it feels like too much because we don't always know how much there really is to do. And when we don't know exactly what and how much of something there is, it feels like it's literally everything. And that can be incredibly overwhelming. So many times I meet with clients and we go, okay, what are all the things you need to do? And we do a brain dump and we structure it and all that. And it's like, oh, okay, now that I have an idea of all the tasks I need to complete, all the projects I'm working on, all the things I think I need to do today, I'm able to really prioritize and go, oh, okay, I can take a deep breath and I can actually focus on this one thing that I don't want to do and do it and feel a lot better. So those are just some three main components to consider for why you might be feeling that way today. Now we're going to move on to five powerful questions that you can ask yourself today and some challenge steps that I'm going to challenge you to take so that you will be able to do the thing. If this is already feeling like too much and the idea of going through some questions and being challenged to take little mini action steps is already taking like taking up too much of your brain power and you're already getting annoyed, then this first question is all you need to do. And then you can stop the podcast. The first question is, what fun, relaxing thing have I been wanting to do for weeks that I haven't made time for? Really, what is it? I mean, anything. For me, I have a list already going on in my head. One is journaling and planning for fun, not related to my business, not related to things I want to do, just like more like memory keeping. The other thing is I want to play The Sims and I want to play Minecraft. I never make time for those things and I always enjoy them. And the other thing is reading a fun book, like getting into some of those romance novels that I downloaded on my Kindle, like really reading something for fun. If you have not done something fun for yourself in the past couple of days or weeks or oh my gosh, months, no wonder you're feeling this way. So my challenge for you right now is to give yourself 15 minutes to do that thing first. I, I know that maybe something, you have something going urgent, urgent on, but I'm telling you, if you're already feeling like you're on the verge of a burnout, or you're on the verge of yelling at somebody, then it's important to take care of yourself and give yourself 15 minutes to do that thing. Even if that's laying in bed and eating a bar of chocolate and just like saying F you to the world, whatever you need to do, if you need to do it, give yourself 15 minutes to do that thing first. Here's number two. What story am I telling myself about this activity? Whether you have a big project you need to do, maybe you need to call a real estate agent. For a lot of times, what from my what I hear from people is it's usually tasks that involve communicating, calling somebody, waiting in line, having to go somewhere to return something, having to get on the phone and provide a bunch of information or go find that file and then get it to somebody else, right? These are things that like, for whatever reason, we just don't like doing. Ask yourself, what story am I telling myself about this activity? Is it really going to be that awful? Is it really going to be that bad? Is picking up the phone and waiting on hold for 10 minutes really going to end my life? Think about the story you're telling yourself and fact check yourself. Is this really going to be that bad? Is this really going to ruin my day? Is this really going to ruin my mood? Because the story and the narrative that you have about the thing that you need to do that you're not doing is impacting the very reason why you're not doing it. Here's question three. What will this action give me in the long run? So maybe it's something that you don't want to do. Okay, there's two aspects here. Maybe it's something you don't want to do at all. 
Like maybe it won't benefit you. Maybe it's not even directly correlated to you or your happiness or your work or anything. Maybe it's just something that you have to do at your company for your boss and it's not even going to help your department or anything. It's just something you have to do that you've been putting off and now the deadline is here. Ask yourself this, what is this going to give me in the long run? Even if the outcome is just peace of mind and relief that you've done it, that you've checked it off your list and it's over. The other day I had to run to the post office, I mail a package, and I just didn't want to do it. The story I was telling myself was that it was going to be the worst experience of my life, which is not true. And other than like this package getting to who it needed to get to, which I was excited for them to get it, I didn't really feel like shipping it was really going to give me much, which didn't get me out the door sooner. And what I really realized after I did the thing was, I just felt really good. It felt really good to feel accomplished and have that off my checklist. In fact, I could not believe how much mental energy left my mind and how much weight like got taken off of my shoulders when I did that little tiny thing that took me less than 20 minutes. So when you're thinking about it, even if it's something that doesn't give you direct satisfaction, think about how it's going to help you in the long run. What what is it really going to give you, even if it's peace of mind? Your challenge here is to make a list of what you will gain from taking action. So just write it down. What are you going to gain from doing the thing? If it's something simple, like something in your routine that you're not wanting to do, like go to the gym or meditate or whatever, just take a minute. You don't even have to write a list on a physical piece of paper. You could think about it in your head, but think about what you're going to gain from doing that. How are you going to feel after you go on your run? How are you going to feel after you go to that Pilates class and see your friends there? How are you going to feel afterwards? You're going to have more energy. Maybe you're going to feel like, oh, I had some laughs with some people that I haven't been able to catch up with in a minute. Whatever it is, get clear on the outcome because sometimes we forget about that. We just think of like the pain and suffering of doing the thing when it's not necessarily that bad at all. Here's number four. What can I do to make the process more rewarding? So a lot of times we have to do something in our routine, at work, whatever, and we think not only do we have a narrative and a story that it's going to suck, but then we also don't really make it fun. How many times do you have to like clean up your kitchen or something and you just do it with like a big slump in your shoulders and you just are mad the whole time complaining about hand washing dishes this is the worst I hate it you know when you could actually maybe make it something that's actually semi-enjoyable so here's here's the challenge is what will you promise yourself for staying true to your actions? So what will you promise to do for yourself more specifically? So if you're going to go clean up the house and have been putting it off, you don't want to do it. What can you do to make that experience more rewarding? Can you play some music? Can you throw some headphones on? Can you, um, you know, after you're done in the kitchen, can you make yourself some muffins? Can you light some incense? Can you burn a candle? Can you tell your family that we're all going to go and get ice cream afterwards? Like what are what's something that you can do that can make the process more rewarding? And maybe it's even just after a long day, slipping into some comfy pants, maybe taking off that bra and just like hanging out, cleaning your kitchen. I know sometimes when I'm frustrated, like 
that goes a long way. Sometimes if we feel uncomfortable in our body or we've been wearing our work clothes all day, there's something really nice about just throwing on a pair of shorts, some house pants, as my husband calls them, and then doing stuff. So much more rewarding. So, so far, I'd like you to check in with yourself after you've been kind of thinking about these questions and like check in and ask yourself, like, is this thing that I don't want to do really that bad? What's the story that you've been telling yourself? What's the narrative? What, what are you going to get from it when you actually just do it, even if it's just the peace of mind that you've done it? And how can you make it more rewarding? And here's question number five. And this is kind of the big one, the thing that we tend not to really put a lot of like thought into. And it's how annoying, frustrating, or awful will doing this thing really be? And if it really is that awful, how long will it really last? I, all the time, put off doing dishes. And right now I don't have a dishwasher, so I have to hand wash them. And I actually don't mind doing the dishes. And I always tell myself that after every meal, I will do them right away, but I still end up with a sink full of dishes. And this is something I'm trying to work on within myself. But one thing I do is that I always build up this incorrect narrative of how annoying, frustrating, and awful washing the dishes is really going to be. I tell myself these stories that aren't even true. I think, oh, my back's going to hurt from washing them and leaning over, which like never happens. And then I think it's going to be awful. There's going to be all these horrible food smells, which off- which isn't true either. These are things that happened in the past. These are like these narratives I tell myself because I had this job in college when I was a freshman in college where I was a dishwasher and all of these like, hor- it was the worst, all of these like horrible Um, I don't know why I'm saying horrible. I think the experience just in my mind is horrible. All of these like empty uh, food trays would come in from the dining hall. And one thing my husband and I always joke about is how like the worst smell in the world is like when you're not ready for it and you're washing dishes is hot peanut butter. I don't know why. Like I love peanut butter, but when it's hot and it's in a bunch of dishes with other weird things, no. So the smell was awful. I don't think I had like any friends at the time because I constantly smelled like hot, nasty, used dining food. But anyway, this narrative comes up when I think about doing the dishes. I'm like, it's going to be the worst, but it's not true. And even if it was as awful as how it awful it was to wash dishes in the dining hall, you got to ask yourself, how long is it really going to last? Is it going to be hours and hours and hours on end? Or is it going to be like not that much time? Usually for me, it takes me about 15 minutes to do the dishes that I have that I let pile up. And it would take even less time if I did them immediately. And if it is something that's going to take lots and lots and lots of time, ask yourself, what amount of time can I tolerate or handle. Set a timer for the increments that you can bear. If you hate doing the dishes and it just brings you so much anger, how long can you do the dishes before you lose your absolute mind? Is it 10 minutes? Is it five minutes? Set a timer and do things in increments. I know that this isn't going to apply to everything. I know that some of you have to do things that do take hours on end and that they do suck. But if you think about what you're going to get afterwards and that it's not going to last forever, these questions can be really helpful. So my advice for you today is to give yourself a pat on the back, to take a deep breath, and to know that if you have to do something and the deadline is near, 
might as well just do it. In fact, one new rule I now have with myself is the minute that I don't want to do the dishes is the very minute that I am going to do the dishes. Because if that's the moment that I feel the worst about doing something, that's actually a really great opportunity to just go ahead and tackle that mindset or that thought head on and be like, I'm gonna do it. Because if you think about it, it's only gonna get worse. If you already are thinking, I don't wanna do the thing and you have the opportunity to take care of it in that moment, what's gonna happen? If you don't do it, you're only gonna spend more mental energy and more time thinking about how awful it is, building up this story, and then feeling guilty, and then feeling frustrated, and then feeling unproductive. And then you know you're just gonna have to do it tomorrow. Why not do that thing today if you can do it and then wake up tomorrow morning being like, hell yeah, I did the thing and now I don't have to. I hope this episode was helpful for you. I hope it inspired you to go ahead and just take action and do the thing. And as always, you can always find more resources on the blog over at mindfulproductivityblog.com. I'll see you guys next week. I have an amazing guest joining us to talk about compassionate ways to infuse your day with mindfulness and some new ways to think about starting a morning routine. Talk to you soon.